Awakening the faithful, reaching the lost, and making church matter. Welcome to the Rebuilt Podcast. If you love your parish, listen to this podcast. Hey everyone, welcome to the Rebuilt Podcast. My name is Kelly and I'm here with Tom. And today we are going to continue our conversation about hospitality and volunteer ministry. Tom, Happy New Year. Do you have any... Uh, New Year's resolution. Probably like every New Year's resolution every year, it's lose weight. I yeah, need to, I need to gain. I gain weight, and then after, I try to lose it, but then I really don't want to. That's the, <laughs> because you really love food. Yeah, because I really don't, and I hate yeah. discipline. Now, you were telling me before. Like yeah, earlier, but you like to work out. I do like to work out, but I like to eat, oh, and I yeah. hate the discipline of I want to eat whatever I want to eat. Yeah, yeah, me too. So, me too. I don't know that, and you know, you always start New Year with new goals and. Things like that for the for our, for rebuilt and doing things with that. So um, yeah, I don't know. I've kind of gotten a little bit off of like having major New Year's resolutions. Yeah, I don't really do them either. Right. So why go through the whole process? If I need to make a change, I want to make it throughout the year. I don't wait until January. Right. Although for working out, I probably okay. I usually wait. So you for try that to get one. to the gym a little bit more in January. Is that your? I do, but I hate the gym. Do you I hate the gym? Know. Do you hate working out or you hate the gym? Mm, both. <laughs> okay. I like to take my dogs hiking. That's the only okay. kind of exercise that All I right. like. So you like doing that? Okay. Yeah, I do. Yeah, I, I mean, just, so I need to do that a little bit more. If you don't like it, I think some people don't like maybe like a gym, but they might work out. Well, okay, the workout's the important part. The gym's yeah. that's true. A, a tool to help you do that. But. Yeah, I wish I liked it, but I don't. No. So no big New Year's resolutions for me either. Okay, there you go. Let's Good. have a great year. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. We'll do that. I fa- uh, I mean, what is it? Week three, isn't it? Week three of January. That's like the big fail week for everybody. Anyway, is that what it is. Yeah. Okay. There's some. There's a Monday in January called like Black Monday or something. <laughs> really? That everybody stops their whatever New Year's resolution yeah. they had. So. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know. Well, let's resolve <laughs> to invest. In volunteer ministry, Good. even more. We've been talking. I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> Our staff this year has been talking about hospitality 2.0. Yeah, right. We're, we're trying to take to it later. up a notch. Yeah. All right. And so let's recap what we talked about last time, just to remind everybody where we were. We talked about why it is important to invest in hospitality in your church. It maybe seems like something that's unnecessary. You know, we're not in the business of hospitality necessarily but um here at nativity we think that we are and here's why because people matter to god and hospitality communicates that to people hospitality also removes obstacles that keep people from god and we're going to talk about some of those obstacles today some are internal but there are some external right. ones as well you know and think about that just on that last one sorry to interrupt you yeah but, no problem no i mean think of all the other organ- businesses out there that are trying to do hospitality you know right be our guest like disney and mm-hmm. again restaurants i'm reading this book called setting the table uh by guy danny meyer i mean all these other organizations that are going through all this energy and efforts to get you to buy food to right. get you to go on amusement rides to yeah. fall in love with mickey yeah. we're trying to have you fall in love with Jesus? And so that yeah. makes, I like that. I'm hey, sorry. that's pretty good, Tom. Yeah, like you know, so we're trying to get you fall in love with Jesus. So, yeah. um, anyway. And hospitality seems to be working for Mickey right. and for chicken sandwiches. <laughs> so right. why wouldn't we try to apply that here to yeah. Jesus, right? There you go. There you go. Sorry, I just had that. No, that's great. That's good stuff. So, okay, so why invest? We had five reasons to invest in hospitality. People matter to God, and hospitality communicates that. Hospitality removes obstacles. Hospitality creates a culture that 
is accessible to outsiders. It makes your church accessible. Hospitality communicates energy and excitement, and it inspires people to want to come back to your church. That's a better way to say it. Inspires people to want to come back. Yeah. yeah. Good job, Kelly. They don't even really know why. They just know they want to come back the next yep. week. Yep. And uh, how we talked about painting a vision, live it out yourself, identified leaders who get it, and now we're going to talk about that last one, creating layers of welcoming. Yeah, so. this is fun. This is like one of my favorite topics. Oh, good. It's just intriguing that this works to me. I mean, it works, and I'm intrigued by it. That's good. Okay. <laughs> so. so the first layer, who, what is, well, first of all, what does it mean to create layers of welcoming? Well, I think by that I mean like it's not just that the person's welcomed once, mm. right? We want a person. Isn't that enough to be welcomed not, once? No. No. It's okay. Gotta be, <laughs> It's got to be over and over again throughout the experience of coming to church. So um, that I think that's, you know, I was at a church and they had like one greeter at the door. Mm-hmm. And it's just, that's just, that's just not enough. You got to, right. I, I it, it helps. I'm not saying it's, one is better than none. I'm not saying that, but you want people to feel that through. Right. That's a not home. a culture of hospitality. That's one person saying hello. Yes. There you go. And so uh, you can't create a culture with just one person. Right. right? You need a whole bunch of people. Yeah. So that's why you need the, like say the layers of welcoming. I don't, I think I made that up. I don't know where else. I like it. Um, You're making all kinds of great things up today. Well, that one I've said for a while. And then (laughs) we talked about, we're talking about this and we wait, I forget if we're going to come back to this some more, but feeling over function. Right. Like, do we need greeters? No, we don't need greeters. Do we need people helping other people park? Of course not. Right. People can open the door for themselves. So it's not the function of opening the door. You know, people can find a seat for themselves as yeah. we get to all these different sure. layers. Some people want to find a seat themselves, right. too, and they that, think they do. Right. And I think that can be part of hospitality, of letting people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, hospitality, you know, you don't want to jam it down people's throat. Right. Probably some good thing we could be talking about. You got to let people accept people where they are. Mm-hmm. And there's some wisdom to that. But all these things, again, it's feeling over function. There are, when it comes to our volunteer ministers, there are some functions they have. There are some things sure. they have to accomplish. Right. But, but you don't ever want those to override an opportunity to create a feeling for right. someone. How people feel afterwards is much more important than the function itself. Right. Awesome. Okay. Well, let's get into this. So if you, we looked at our first layer of hospitality, what is it, Tom? Your favorite area. <laughs> it is my favorite area. I don't mm-hmm. know why. Why, does it, why do I like this uh, so Maybe much? you like to be outside. Part of it, I do like being outside. Yeah. Um, yeah. Again, the parking minister is on the lot. Yeah. And it's the first first line, one. And first we've line. even started putting some greeters down the driveway as well. Yeah. Um, which go back to my friend Mike, who I guess, you know, he's ah. you know, he's talking about how he liked that from the very first he's like from the very first time ah. I drove up here that I saw the greeters and I saw the parking ministers waving me and he we do this now. He said the flashers. He's like, I loved it. That was great. I felt welcome. I felt special. Well explain the flashers. So one of the things we have is we have signs now that it, we say if you know, you're handicapped, but if, or if you're new or, or have children, put on your flashers for special parking. Mm-hmm. And we have all these cones, which I'm not in love with the cones. I like know, I, but what else can we I do? I don't know. It, it bothers me, though, every time I see the cones. If you but, have an idea for saving <laughs> spots without cones, put it right. in the comments section there for you, us. There you go. I just, <laughs> but anyway, it still, still works. And mm-hmm. so he just talked about, yeah, he loved that. That was awesome from the very first. Yeah. Um, so he got a special spot. He got a special spot, and he felt special. Yeah. Um, and again, for most parishes, again, if you're in suburbia or just about anywhere, people tend to bring their cars with them when they go to church. Yes. So 
that's going to be their very first experience of the church. Yeah. And so the sooner we get that right, the sooner we make them feel special, the better. I have driven on to church parking lots or store parking lots and not been able to find a spot and driven right out and right. not come back again. Right. For sure. You know, I know, and I'm, 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 I guess I'll pound on this a little bit because of, or hammer on it or however okay. analogy you want to use there. Um, one, because I like parking, I guess, for whatever reason. Again, we talked about that. Well, maybe you like cars. I, I like. I don't even. I don't like cars. That you don't much. have to know why. Guy. You can just like okay. it. But th- we went to visit three parishes this this past fall. Uh huh. And they're churches that are reading our stuff. They're they're in the but they didn't. None of them had parking ministers. Right. And, and you I, were visiting them because you're working with them. Right. Okay. And so obviously, I think places don't feel like this is needed. And I know, like a couple of my mm-hmm. talks are like, well, we don't have a parking problem yet. Well, that's not about that. Again, it's about right. the hospitality. It's a feeling of a function. Mm. Although in a few, two of the three, I felt like it was a problem. There was, a, yeah. In the sense that one of the places, just the lines were were not very clear. They and they knew they needed to repave it, and it's in an area that needs that a lot. But um, so, in any case, I I was like, I didn't know where to park. I came in, I parked, and I was there before anybody else. I wasn't even really sure where to leave my car. Mm. So I needed a parking manager. Another place. Um, the lot filled up right around the church. Now, there was more parking, like at a little bit of a distance, but I saw people drive in and then drive off. Now, I don't know if they went and parked oh. in the neighborhood or they just left, like you're saying. Right. And the third one, it was very clear where to park, but it just would have added to the energy and excitement from the very beginning. Mm-hmm. And they had some cool signs out there that were awesome, but then you need the people to say, again, to create that feeling. Right, right. So, um, anyway, uh, Parking ministry is that first level of welcoming. I have the Atlanta story in our notes here. Do you? I don't know if I should share that story now. I don't know. Is that North Point? Well, no, it's not North Point. Okay. I don't know. I don't think I know that story. I mean, I'll tell it quickly. Okay, go ahead. Do you want to hear it? Yeah, I okay. do. I love stories. <laughs> well, and, it's, and it, it, it might be. Feeling not, over function. There you go. No, well. <laughs> stories make me feel good. My sister lives in Atlanta near North Point. Um but we were going to go, it was a Saturday, and we were going to go to, uh, we were trying to do one fun thing. We were visiting my family, we was visiting her family. So we were going to go down to the aquarium, like mm-hmm. the Georgia Aquarium, like this huge aquarium. Um, but in any case, um, I'm driving down. I had this big, at the time, Ford Expedition, you know, big, huge car, big family, big car. And I'm like driving to the city. I'm kind of nervous, right? Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. So where am I going to park? So that was just like a nervousness, right? I don't know where I'm going to park. Yeah. I'd never been there. So we drive into the lot and the guy's like, how you doing, my friend? Yeah. I'm like, wow, that's great. And then I, I drive around the corner and the other guy's like, hey, hey, can you get in there? My fr-? And other guy's welcoming me, telling me where to park. Can you get in there, my friend? I'm like, so we go to the aquarium. This is a parking lot? This is a parking lot. And I'm, used to, I'm from Philly. I'm the Northeast. So that's like, you know, that's like, you know. <laughs> Not expected to be treated so nicely in the city. <laughs> oh. No, there you go. So you know what I'm talking about. Yes. And um, I'm like, oh, my gosh. And so we, we went to the aquarium that day. And at the end of the day, I'm like, what was your favorite part to my kids? And, you know, it was like a dolphin show. And that was cool. Yeah, or yeah. Whatever. I'm like, my favorite part of the whole day was the parking lot. <laughs> that was my favorite. And then, and then when I said I w- we went up going to mass, so like we were trying to catch yeah. Saturday night mass. We were leaving the next day to drive home. Mm-hmm. And we just kind of randomly picked a church like on in between sure. so we could make it in time yeah and i pulled in the lot and we got there early which is rare but we got there earlier and there's a guy like in a golf cart staring at me 
as I'm trying to back into the spot, I'm just like, uh, it was a totally different experience yeah. at the aquarium, which no was the aquarium. He didn't say my friend. He didn't say my friend. No. <laughs> he didn't um, say, can I help you? Yeah. Nothing. Which by the way is a very That's side interesting. note. If someone says my friend, I just yeah. got an email that said, Hey, my friend, I was like, so touched. Yeah. Uh, so it's a nice little term of endearment without right. being too weird. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. no one's like, someone's like, Hey brother. I, I, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Know, hmm. I, just anyway, that's something to learn it was about effective. hospitality. Yeah. That is so. interesting. Well, one more thing about parking ministers, and this is something to, to really ponder for everyone because the first time I heard this, I had to ponder it for a little while too. Your message, your pastor's message begins in the parking lot. You're setting the tone in the parking lot. For the message there there you go to come okay so so that's parking ministers that's our first layer what's the next layer I'll of tell you what, why welcoming? don't we stop there oh yeah we need to take a break we'll be right back want to learn more about the church that started the rebuilt movement you can find even more content by following father michael on twitter at nativity pastor and check out the pastor's blog at nativitypastor.tv there, you will gain exclusive access to insider information about everything happening behind the scenes at Church of the Nativity and get helpful tips about parish life. Again, follow Father Michael on Twitter at Nativity Pastor and subscribe to his blog at nativitypastor.tv. Welcome back to the Rebuilt Podcast. We've been talking about creating layers of hospitality in your church. Uh, before the break, we said that our first layer is our parking ministers. We spent a lot of time on that. Yeah. Well, that's your love. That's your passion. <laughs> so. <laughs> I know. We're going to have enough. It's going to feel dis- unequal. It's going to feel a little uneven, but. Or, or but you have to add some of this. Thing. I can add some stuff. Right, then you Don't bring worry. It, Kelly. Don't worry. Um, and so our second layer are the greeters at the front doors of the church and throughout the hallway. Yep. And the greeters are smiling. Yep, smiling. Which they might need thing. to be trained to do. You think so? Some, yeah. I mean, just or just reminded, not no, really I trained. No, I agree. Right? No, I agree. I think that I think could be a big thing, and we'll, you know, maybe we'll get back to that. You know, we, sometimes we just put people in place, right, and warm bodies. Yeah. And again, going back to the last podcast, you got to paint the vision about what they're doing and why they're doing it, and they're doing it to reach people and be thinking about the person who's coming back to church for the first time in a long time and. Right. You know, otherwise I'm just opening the door and I don't get it. And I think. Right. That's I, not a culture. Again, that's not a culture of hospitality. That's a person opening a door. Right. And I, I, I do think, again, a lot, a little bit of experience I've had, at least a, a couple of parishes. I think that's what it is. Okay. We just tell the people, we'll get them out. And I think I started out that way too. Okay. I see it. You know, for us, what inspired it was Saddleback. That was, mm-hmm. we went there and the people were just so happy and different uh, and different from our people at the time. That we wanted to be there. Yeah, Saddleback was it was definitely different. What was probably ten or twelve years ago. And Daniel, our youth minister, also tells the story of how uh, one of the churches that he worked for recruited some greeters, and it was a group of nuns, and they recruited these nuns to greet at the front doors, and they all and they all stood and prayed. They were praying the rosary, which is an amazing thing to be doing. But that's what they were doing when they were greeting. They were looking down. And praying the rosary, and they would look mm. up and sort of nod at people as they uh, came through the doors. What? Yeah. Where was this? Well, I don't. It, I, I. I don't Sorry, know. I, don't know. I, I wouldn't know. say anyway. <laughs> but it was at a another church, uh, another Catholic church, and so yeah, not 
not really what you're looking for in greeters. When you were saying get the right people, not just someone to open the door or just a warm body, um, that would be an example of what you don't want. No. I mean, I, I love I, the nuns sta- praying the red. Yeah, right. Tom's astounded. He's staring at me with open mouth right now. Well, there, and yeah. there is a parish we visited, and that was something they were doing. They were praying in the lobby, and we're like, okay, pray is really good. That's We're not against yeah. prayer. Let me just make sure that's clear. <laughs> or nuns. We're, nuns. <laughs> we're all for prayer. We're all for nuns. But that's not, that's not the time to be praying together. That's right. the time to be welcoming people. Right. You pray together before you come out, which is what we do. Right. What we try here. to do. Yeah. But you don't, you're not praying together there. That's just. Yeah. Or have a prayer team. That's fine. That's great. Yes. Right. Have the nuns praying for you during sure. mass. Pray in the, the chapel rest- or yeah, sure. Anywhere. Um, but you also need to have greeters that are out front, smiling, saying hello, opening the doors. And then the one thing that we've learned is that our greeters also, they might like to attend that mass, Right. Right. And that's okay. Yeah, I mean, we try to say, you know, serve at one, go to another. But right. I think especially greeters, that's sort of uh, entry-level volunteers. Yeah, yeah, sure. And, and so they can actually, they can go to Mass. And you usually can hear it until a certain right. right. However, if you're standing there greeting and holding the door and you see someone coming in late, stay there. <laughs> it's that because they see you. They see you opening the door. They see you saying hello. And they're hurrying and they're trying to get here. And they know they're late. Open the door and say welcome. And I've had people say to me, like, I'm so late. I'm so sorry. I'm so late. No, you're not. You're fine. Right. You're, you're right on time. Right. Or we're glad, you know, better yeah. late than never or right. whatever you want to say. Sure. You know? Yeah. And it, whatever encourages them. to Whatever encourages them right. in the moment. Right. Yeah. You know, say, I'm not a priest. I can't hear your confession. Yeah. I'm just joking. I can hear your confession. <laughs> or I can hear your confession. I can't absolve you. I can't absolve you. Um, but, yeah. Uh, but, yeah. And we say, like, stay to, like, the glory of the first reading is usually... When most will go in, but then we still leave somebody out there. Right. Because we know people are going to keep trickling in. Yeah, and you want you want them to feel welcome, too. Maybe right. it's their first time. Maybe they thought Mass was 15 minutes later. You don't know. You, you don't know their story. Right, so. you don't know. And that, that's, you know, I think Jace here on staff has said, you know, he used to be very judgmental of people. He's like, you know, I don't know their, you learn, I don't know their story. I don't know what's yeah. going on, so. Right. Um, yeah, yeah the, the one woman in particular that I saw coming in really late one time who was apologizing to me, I know her, and I did know her story, which was why I was able to be so generous um, at that moment. But everybody has a story. Right. So everybody's dealing with something. Everybody's late for a reason. So now Some people are intentionally late. And that's, sure, yeah. That's part of it, but. Well, they have a story, too. They're intentionally <laughs> late for everything. <laughs> Let's show them hospitality, too. That's great. Good point. Good point. <laughs> okay. So our third layer here at Nativity is that we have host ministers in the church. What's the role of our host ministers, Tom? Um, the so grumpy again, guy that stares at you in the back? <laughs> well, and... that's why I say I joke, yeah, when, um, and I just ruined the joke because the f- shortest way to ruin a joke is to tell people to joke. Um, <laughs> but... Uh, and say, oh, this is funny, because then you just you've raised the expectations. <laughs> well, I'm people. laughing. There you go. Um, but you know, it, it, just as a yeah, side note, don't say this is funny in a message, because then they're not in your preaching or teaching, because then people are right. You, the, you humor, ruined it. Sorry, this won't is total, be funny. This is a total yeah. Humor comes from surprise and shock, right? It, it's yes. in the misdirection. Anyway, <laughs> um, you know, so we used to say that we used to call us. You know, the, our host ministers are the. Are the traditional usher role but in our right. church usher had come to stand for mean grumpy man that stares at you as you come into church so right um we call it host minister because to kind of rebrand that and so and i will say that some people this is something not on it but 
probably going into your usher culture might be something you have to do. Mm. I think essentially, Mm -hmm. and I was not part of the meeting, um, uh, Maria, who was here at the time, and Father essentially fired all the ushers or said you have to reapply. So they might you might need to do that. So right. In any because case, because there's a new culture and creating, creating a new, new culture, culture is most difficult for right. the people that have been part of an older culture right. that is di- or a different culture, not right. older, but the different culture that was set before when the ushers saved their own seats for their families in the front row and yeah. frowned at people that were late, those kinds of things. That's that's the culture that you, you don't want to create. Right. So you might. Yeah, you might need to you dig might into do that. that or at least you start and change. But at some point you might do that. So but what our hospitality, our host ministers do again help people find a seat. Um, you know, you talked about this, about the, uh, helping with other issues. They kind of have to be the most proactive, right? Right, right. They, You can kind of see sometimes when people are looking around for help or when somebody stands up and starts to look around. And I've seen our host ministers rush over and say, oh, how can I help you? And they just need to use the bathroom or they're looking for their child because their child didn't come back from the liturgy of the word or something like that. And so the host ministers, ministers are probably the volunteer ministers that can anticipate needs more than anyone else because they're watching people. Um, and most people are sitting with their head facing forward. If they're not, then maybe there's something they need help with. Right. So look around for, you know, you say this, look around for people who look confused or don't know where they're going, that kind of thing. So those are our And people do need help finding a seat. I mean, people love to sit on the end. I love to sit on the end. Yeah, and that's, a, I mean, how do you create that call? I don't know if we've cracked that code. We but, have not. <laughs> you okay. But so the uh, if, if somebody who is a an official of the church, so to speak, right, which is what all our ministers are, they are representing the church, yeah. comes and says, can you slide in? Then people right. will move in. You're more willing to, yeah. Right. I think, and a lot of times I do think people just need to be asked to move in. Yes. Um, and I like to sit on the end too. Yeah, everybody does. I do too. And I, and, and I have this entitlement that I was here early. To get this seat. And now you're coming in 10 minutes late and someone's telling me to move out of my seat that I can't. I mean, it's terrible. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Consumer that's the, entitlement. That's the right culture there. we're trying to destroy. Yes. Yes. The, so. Yes. Kelly has that culture. All right. So the the last layer then, well, not really the last layer. One of the, the next layer is our guest services desk or our information right. desk. So now I don't know. Maybe you know this better than me. And I feel like ashamed I don't know this. This Uh-oh. is my confession. I might not either. Well, we called it the information desk. Yeah. And then when we moved, when we moved into the new church, we went from the information desk to two places. Right. Guest services uh-huh. and the next steps kiosk. Okay. Well, they're two different things, right? You want to explain it, though? I can, can you explain it? I'll try. Go ahead. Sorry, I put you on the it. spot. We didn't talk about no, it No, that's okay. Um, I mean, I think Next Steps is for new people, mm-hmm. okay, to to take a next step, to join the church, to get a tour of the church. Um, for someone who's maybe relatively new to join a ministry, we have iPads there right. where people can sign up. And so you can ask questions about your next step at the church, a discipleship step. Okay. And so next steps, I think the goal is to bring people along on the discipleship path. Okay. And then guest services, I would say, is to ask a more general question. I do think the same thing happens at both sometimes, but I think um, if somebody asked me, hey, I I need um, earplugs today. I don't know. Right. There you go. Go to guest services. Right. Um, I I wanted to ask a question about baptisms. Right. Go to guest services, even though baptism can also be a next step 
a lot of those questions can just sacramental be questions or right. a programmatic question program questions yes or just any kind of general question i have is guest services yeah and we're saying that more than information desk because guest services sounds a little more proactive and mm-hmm. we're here to serve you versus right. we care about you we don't just want to give information mm, we want to serve you we want to serve you okay how'd i do Good, good. Oh, I even I threw you. I, I was even uh, that was a curveball too. You didn't even know it was coming. Um, and I, yeah, it's just somewhere to know where to go. Yeah. Um, and the one thing we have found too, and this is kind of a side thing, is that it can replace people just showing up in the office during the weekday. Yes. You know, for mass cards. Yep. Or, or sending an email that right can be answered pretty quickly at guest services. Right. So. Yeah, and it's you know, and the staff can't answer every single question that they get asked. I mean, I don't know. What everybody, what are the details of everybody's job here? And so, if I can walk someone over, now notice I said walk them over to guest services, not yes. just point to it, right? If I can walk someone over to guest services, and then they can get their question answered right away, and then I don't feel like, oh, I don't know the answer to this. I do know the answer. Let's go to guest services. There you go. So, yeah. okay. And then um, finally, Another layer of hospitality, the last one we're going to talk about here is our cafe food service. How many churches do you think have a cafe? It's a growing thing. Yeah. But I don't know. What I mean, percentage? most churches you want, have... You want a raw number? You want a percentage? I don't know. Yeah. Percentage? Um, no. I, I or, mean, or most churches kind of, have coffee and donuts, yeah, right? Yeah, coffee and donuts yeah. once in a while. Right. I think that's the thing for all of these things. Once a month or... Yeah. We want consistency. Yeah. And that's an important part. For our whole experience, we want consistency. Right. Because if I have to guess what I'm going to get, um, right. then it, that is a weakness in hospitality. Hospitality comes out of, I can I expect the same thing over same and thing. over right. again. You know? We're like children in that regard. We want to know exactly what to expect. I know oh. what to expect when I walk in the doors of this place. Right. Uh, in a book called E-Myth, the guy talks about going to a barbershop. And the one time the guy cut his hair this way and used like a razor. The next time he went and used scissors. And the next time... And he said he loved it the first time, but then the experience was so uneven that he he stopped going there. Right. And he might not even necessarily didn't like the haircut. It was yeah. Just, yeah. The experience was so uneven. So mm-hmm. we want this to be an even experience. So I would, if you're going to do f- cafe food service, even if you only do a one mass or anything like that, mm-hmm. do it at all. Do it all the time. So it's right. consistent. Um, the same thing about, we not we're not really even talked about children's ministry, which we always say is a really low hanging fruit when it comes to our volunteer ministers on the weekend. Um, same thing, I would say with the children's program, if you're going to have children's liturgy of the word or you're going to have uh, you know, babysitting or childcare um, where you do faith formation programs, do it always at least one mass all the time. Don't, don't do it like mm-hmm. once a month or every third right. week because then I'm guessing at that. And again, we're attuned to that, but outsiders aren't. And definitely even yeah. people that are in the church like, they got to be guessing on that. You want consistency, which is not something. Right. Inconsistency is another obstacle to, uh, to faith, uh, yes. to accessibility. To, right. And to, consistency is is hospitable. So, um, you know, I think just, you know, food, we feel more comfortable with food. Yeah. Um, a drink, there's studies psychologically that just relax you when you hold a cup in your hand. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it, it's just another way to interact, too. It keeps people on the campus a little bit longer 
an opportunity to connect with other people. Yeah, great. Okay, well, stay with us. We're going to be right back to recap. The Rebuilt Field Guide will lead you and your leadership team through assessment and goal-setting exercises that will help you revitalize your church. The workbook offers practical steps that will bring your team together so that you can affect change in your parish. If you know your parish needs to change or want to introduce the principles of Rebuilt, but you don't know where to start, the Rebuilt Field Guide is the perfect resource. You can order the Field Guide from Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and at Ave Maria Press. Welcome back to the Rebuilt Podcast. We are wrapping up our conversation today on creating layers of hospitality in your church. Tom, you want to review the layers for us? Yeah. So, and again, we say layers because one person's not enough. I need to be welcomed over and over again because yeah. I, to create a culture, as you said, Kelly, we need more than one person. Yeah. We need a whole bunch of people. And again, we said feeling over function. That yeah. These are all functions that take place. But more important is how we make people feel when we do these things. Um, and so our next podcast, because we didn't get to this, we had so much. We're going to talk about right. more about how we create that feeling. How we create the feeling. Yeah. Um, and if you're skeptical, skeptical about the feeling, people need to feel a certain way before they trust you. And, and then when they trust you, they'll be willing to listen to what you have to say when you're talking in the homily. Right. And again, this is all other organizations and businesses that have a much lesser mission than we have. We yeah. have the most important mission in the world are already investing a lot, you know, in yeah. order to sell chicken, That's in right. order to get to get in a relationship with Mickey, in order to <laughs> sell you food, whatever yeah. kind of food. But our mission is to bring people into a relationship with Jesus Christ. And so yeah. we need to that be That should feel good. That should, right? should feel good. So, I mean, it's going to be hard, but at first it should feel good. That's right. So again, we said create layers of welcoming and it's just really thinking through your whole experience basically. Mm -hmm. So beginning in the parking lot, because in most places that's where people are going to be introduced to you. Greeters at the door, mm -hmm. but in the hallway or, you know, you got to think through leading into your, your, depending upon your facility. Yep. Host ministers in the church itself, helping people seat, taking care of people's needs. Then uh, information or guest services and next steps, giving people the information or the, the help they need uh, to take next steps to get more engaged and more involved. Yes. And then food is always a great, you know, go to a party without food and go to someone's house. Like yeah, I think no. there was a study. I know we're wrapping up. This is like a new little thing. Like if you go to someone's house, you expect within like the first eight minutes for them to offer you a drink or something oh, like that. Oh, wow. So food okay. and drink kind of go. All right. Hand in hand if you're, you feel and we like. we are welcoming guests. Right. So. We're welcoming guests. So. Um, Great. Well, let's close in prayer. And next time we are going to be talking about um, some lessons that we are learning here at Nativity regarding hospitality 2.0 and um, just a little bit deeper and more detailed about how to create that culture. All right. Let's pray. Um, in the name of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. And God, we just... Um, Again, we thank you for the opportunity to serve others. And we got, I thank you for the opportunity to create an environment, a hospitable environment that brings people into relationship with your son. And God, that we thank you that we have the most important mission in the world to bring people and make fully devoted followers of, of your son. So God, help us in our hospitality efforts. Help us to create layers of welcome. Help us create a feeling that draws people in a relationship with you. And we make this prayer through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen.